0: We are back for another edition of the SQ Sports Podcast. Um, It is me, Shane, along with Q, as always. What's going on, Q?
1: What's going on, man?
0: Not too much. Um, The NBA, uh, I know we're getting to you for the first time in a couple weeks. A lot has happened uh, over the past couple weeks. Specifically, what we'll start with, um, the Anthony Davis drama. Um, He officially wants out. The Pelicans have not performed up to expectations this season. Currently six games under 500 on a three-game losing streak. Uh, really in the West don't, don't, have a, don't really have a shot to make the playoffs. Um, so Davis has made it known that he's not going to sign the max extension that the Pelicans were prepared to offer him, um, that he wants to be moved. So at this point in time, it just becomes where is he going to be moved? Uh, the odd on favorite right now is the Los Angeles Lakers um, for a variety of reasons. Uh, but Q, what do you think? Um, do you think the Lakers are the, are the shoe-in favorite to land in? Uh, and do you think this is going to get done sooner rather than later?
1: Well, I feel like they wouldn't have announced it before the trade deadline if they didn't want to go to the Lakers now. Uh, they would have just waited till after the season. Uh, if you if, like, if you really want to go to the Celtics or another team, they probably would have just waited till after the season because most teams that are competing probably won't want to like just break up the core even though i mean anthony davis is great but the lakers would be willing to yeah but it's really i mean we've seen how they have played without lebron um and now that lonzo's out he's probably not gonna get traded before the deadline but um yeah i was pretty surprised because i mean i figured he would eventually request a trade i figured he would have just done it in summer um so it's interesting that he did it 10 with 10 days left in the deadline um i mean right now until the trade deadline, I'd say I mean he's probably going to Lakers, but if it goes past that, then i mean i, I wouldn't who knows? I wouldn't have them as a favorite at all because unless unless the the young guys like really take a leap in the second half of the season but um it'll, I mean, it will be interesting. I'm more interested in what happens to the rest of the pelicans, um like Drew Holiday, Mike now yeah. uh Miritich, Randall I mean they're all pretty good. It's just they're never healthy they're never like, when they're all healthy they're still a really good team, but Um, that Anthony Davis doesn't think that they're um, in the right spot to win a title. So, yeah, I mean, for the next 10 days, I'll say the Lakers are the favorite, but if it goes past that, then I would say that um, uh, the Celtics were probably the favorite at that point.
0: Uh, Yeah, I would would definitely agree uh, with that. Um, So, obviously, the deal is the Celtics can't trade for Davis until – uh, the off season, it's something to do with uh, like a Kyrie Irving. You can't. I don't know exactly what it was, but if you're wondering why the Celtics wouldn't just go get him now, um, that's what it is. But I, I I do agree with you. I think Davis wants to be in LA. Um, but the more that the more like kind of drama turn that, that this takes, I think New Orleans ownership is just not going to care what Davis really wants. Um, I just a report came out earlier today that. Uh, They want the league to hammer down on all this, like, quote, unquote, tampering with Anthony Davis uh, because there has been a lot of talk, like, among players on social media and stuff like that. Uh, So I think the Pelicans are are fed up, Um, obviously, for a variety of reasons. They're going to lose one of the best players in the NBA. Um, But I agree with you. The Celtics have way more to offer. If I was the Pelicans, I uh, would like the pieces I could get back from Boston better than from any other team, specifically the Lakers. Uh, I know it came out that the starting offer for the Lakers would have to be uh, Kuzma, Alonso, Zubak, and a first-rounder. Um, I just think the Celtics have way more to offer. They have more picks stashed up, and I honestly like their younger talent more. Um, so, so I'm with you, uh, but you never know with the NBA. Like Davis could be a Laker in a week, which, which honestly would be pretty, pretty crazy, um, just for the whole landscapes, especially in the West. Because if you get Davis on that team, LeBron's coming back healthy sooner rather than later. That's a team that's scary. And that's a team that, at the moment, could, could give the Warriors the nugget to run for their money at the top of the conference.
1: Yeah. Um, it kind of it helps the Lakers because now they, like, I mean, he gave them time to trade for him now before Boston could get their hands on him. But it also kind of hurts them because it was clear that their plan for the summer probably was to sign a max free agent and then trade for AD because if they trade for AD now, I think they only have about um, 15 to 20 million in cap space unless he waves his trade kicker, which, I mean, I don't know if he's going to do or not. But um, right now they'd only have 15 to 20 million in cap space. And at that point, I mean, it would really only be LeBron and AD in the books. So LeBron makes so much, which, is, I mean, it's worth it, obviously. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, I I, I really, it's really crazy. I saw uh, there's one tweet that says, um, there's really only one reason for AD's agent to go public with a trade demand this early to get the Lakers a head start on trade talks before Boston can get into the mix. Why else was AD spending the next few months as a villain? Which I agree with because I, I like it's kind of I don't really expect him to play for the Pelicans. That'd be kind of weird, right? If he still played.
0: Yeah. No, I would agree. Yeah. Um, but then and, they were and, saying, and
1: in the what... press conference, they were saying he'll play out the season. But I mean, I don't. I mean, that I, I just that just seems weird to me. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I, I I agree with that as well. I mean, it's not like the Pelicans, like we said, there's no, there's no position to compete. Um, and what's what's also interesting about it is obviously, uh, Rich Paul, um, represents AD and LeBron. So if it's kind of like he's got, he, I feel like Rich Paul coming out and saying AD wants to be traded before the deadline basically is saying like, uh, AD wants to be on the Lakers or I want AD on the Lakers. Um, kind of implying that which is also like you're starting to get down the tampering now that way as well um it's a fine line that that they're they're walking um but right now the the two teams obviously uh the lakers and celtics are the ones being most closely linked to anthony davis uh if you go back to last podcast though we did talk about a possible scenario where he winded up in philadelphia on your sixers you still think that's an option you think that may happen in the next 10 days uh what, what what are you thinking about that?
1: Well, I wouldn't. It's kind of, I guess it it depend who's on the team, like who's in the trade. Because um, right now, while it is working with Butler, like I mean, on court it's working, but we've heard whatever random stuff about like a sh- somewhat shaky locker room. I don't know how much I believe it, but you never know. Um, and I mean, they're they there was a report that he might look around in free agency. So if they think that um, if they think that he'll either walk or that's just not a good fit with Butler and Simmons and Embiid. Uh, I could see them offering Butler, the Miami pick, and, like, Fultz maybe. Um, but if not, it would probably be – it would have to be Simmons and it would have to be Wilson Chandler because he's the only way that they make the, um, the salary work because he makes $14 million and Simmons makes yeah. $6 which, I mean, I could only see that happening if in the playoffs Simmons, like, really struggles, kind of like he did versus Boston, okay. a little bit more than last year. Yeah. Um, which I mean, I wouldn't. I would hope it doesn't happen. But if they do get, because right, they can't trade for him now. They can't trade Simmons for him now. They'd have no point guard. Like I mean, we everyone loves TJ, but so he can't be the starting point guard. Especially considering. Yeah. I mean, I know Simmons can't shoot, but Simmons can obviously his sh- shooting deficiencies don't matter as much as TJ because he's six ten. Um, especially and if folks come, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's just right now it's just probably a little too complicated to get AD on the Sixers now. But I mean, I mean, it would be. That'd be quite a duo up top, though. Eighty um, and Embiid.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it'd
1: be scary. It'd be scary. better. Eighty can. They, I mean, they both both protect the rim, but eighty is so good, like sw- like switching on the perimeter and stuff. And Embiid's getting better. And offensively, it'd be a bit of a shaky fit. I mean, he was a pretty good fit with Boogie at the end before Boogie got hurt. Like they were finally figuring it out, but Boogie's a way better shooter than Embiid is. So it, it I mean, it'd be they probably figure it out, but at first it'd probably be a bit iffy. And then you really only – I would say it would, they'd have to take this whole half season to work it out, and then they'd have one more year to convince AD to stay. So I, don't, I, don't, I just don't really see it happening. But I guess – I mean, it's not out of the question. Yeah. Um, I, know so the Knicks, I, I, I know the Knicks are, are apparently looking into it, which I, – I mean, I guess I understand. He's only 25. It's not like he's old. So he would still, like, fit the timeline with Porzingis. Um, but it really depends how highly the Pelicans would think about Kevin Knox I mean that the first their first rounder this year is gonna be like top four probably. I would assume maybe even top two. Yeah. So that would be pretty valuable. Yeah, and then whatever of. they think of Nitalinka or Nidalakina. And if I mean if they have to throw Trier or Robinson in it, I feel like oh Robinson you can give up. Trier, I feel like they wouldn't want to give up.
0: Um want, yeah I don't really I, mean, I don't mm-hmm.
1: see him go to the Knicks either. And I mean I don't really know what other teams could I mean, obviously there's always random teams that get in it, but um like Portland or something. I don't think so. Unless they want to trade McCollum. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's, it's really right now. It's only looking like the Lakers or Celtics.
0: Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. Uh, and like we touched earlier, um, if, if this, if this extends past the trade deadline, the Celtics are in the driver's seat. Cause they have way more to offer. Um, I did see one uh, potential trade on Twitter that the Lake if the Lakers wanted to get it done now, they give up um Ingram, Kuzma, Ball, Zubak, and a first rounder or two. Um and then at that point your starting lineup turns into Rondo Hart, LeBron, A D, and Jael McGee with a limited bench and like KCP, uh, Michael Beasley and uh out of Oklahoma. So even I mean, even if the Lakers do go in and, and get Davis, um obviously you're gonna you're you're gonna be able to having two like top five players in the world on your team is going to allow you to do a lot of different things, but that just crushes uh, their bench um, and it crushes their depth. So that'll be an interesting storyline to watch for if it does happen. Whereas the Celtics are more in a position to give away some assets and still um, keep their strong depth right now.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, if I, if I were the Lakers, I'd, I'd probably, I mean, I'd be pretty aggressive considering what happened with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. I mean, obviously, Kawhi. I guess would yeah. go there if they don't get Anthony Davis. But I don't think he... I don't. If he leaves, I think he'd probably go to the Clippers because they still have more cat. They'd have more cap space, and they have a better team as of now, even with yeah Lakers. I still say the Clippers have a better overall team. Um, I agree. I just, I just don't I think agree. you can risk that. Even if, like, I mean, if there was three straight guys who said they wanted to go to L.A. and then they didn't wind up in L.A., I feel like that's a bad look, especially after they got LeBron. That'd be yeah. Pretty tough, no, so, that yeah, is. I mean. I, I mean, I'd, I'd trade any of the young guys for AD, even though I like some of them. Um, I mean, if they,
0: I, I if agree. If they can yeah. keep
1: two, that's great. If they can keep one, that's, I mean, it's still fine, as long as it's not – I mean, Kuzma, I mean, obviously you do AD or Kuzma every day because, I mean, they play the same position. So I don't think they'd really care about losing Kuzma. Um, Lonzo is – he's actually kind of picking it up before he got hurt. Um, his shooting hasn't really been that bad this year. His free throw shooting has been awful. But it's three, it's three points like 33%, I think, which isn't awful. I mean, it's not good, but he was starting to figure out LeBron. It's just, I don't think Ingram's ever going to fit with LeBron. So, I mean, I'm,
0: I agree with that. Yeah, start yeah. with
1: Ingram. That's He's best, disposable. Not, yeah, that's fine with me. Um, and then Hart and Zubat. I mean, Zubat just actually looked decent, but Hart, I know Hart struggled a lot. It's, it, I mean, they've kind of hurt their trade value ever since LeBron got hurt. But I think yeah. I mean, the Pelicans, if they can get three of them, I think the Pelicans would be fine with that. And a first especially if it's this year's first, because they're already like 20, I think they're 500 right now or one game over 500. So that pick, even if they get AD, isn't going to be, it's probably going to be like 18 or 19, which is still a decent pick. In addition to the Pelicans. yeah, it's, it, um, So I feel like that'd, that'd be a pretty good trade for them.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I, I just think if you're the Pelicans, there's, I mean, there's no point in rushing this deal, you know? At least, at least get it to the summer so you can have somewhat of a bidding war between, between the two teams who have the most assets to offer. Because uh, right now, it's, it's, it's kind of Lakers or bust. Um, and honestly, obviously AD has done great things for the city of New Orleans, but you kind of got to worry about your own back right now. And, and, and you don't want to be back in the, the tank for too long. Um, so you got you to gotta try to get some good assets out of it. Um, one thing – Nick Wright tweeted earlier today I saw um is AD has a 15 percent trade kicker on if he was to be traded on his deal but he can waive that uh but if he doesn't waive it then the Lakers probably won't have a uh, third max spot open this offseason so if you're playing for the long term and the Lakers do end up trading for AD right now um uh, I would assume you'd waive the trade kicker and then They'd go out and sign someone like Kyrie or whoever uh, this offseason, and then the depth doesn't matter as much because you do have that big three. Um, but yeah, I think, I think, I think it. I think honestly, I think it's gonna it's gonna last till the summer, and it's gonna be another one of those long, drawn out things uh, that the NBA kind of loves to loves to give us. Yeah, that's just my I take on it.
1: I, I can see it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's I'm going back and forth on whether or not. It'll last in the summer. Cause if, I mean, that'd be really. If he came back, that'd just be a weird situation for this for this season. Yeah. I guess Pelicans probably wouldn't care that much, but um, it'd just be weird. But it's also, I mean, Waves in the summer definitely makes more sense for them, like long term.
0: Yeah, and, and even even so, I don't I don't know what the rules are. Like if if it goes past the trade deadline um, and AD doesn't want to play or he's not playing or whatever, it's kind of good for the Pelicans because they're just going to improve their draft stock. Um, they're going to have, what, maybe a top 10 pick and then load up in the offseason with whatever they can get back from AD. Then who knows? They may not be in the cellar for too long after that if they can, they can make some good moves. Um, switching over to AD's teammate, Drew Holiday, uh, is kind of an underrated combo guard. What is, is he playing point this year
1: more? Yeah, because Pey- uh, Alfred Payton's, Payton's been out.
0: out. Yeah. Um, so Drew Holiday, uh, he's a really solid piece. I know you were talking about him trying to get him to the Sixers. I think if, if if they do trade AD, might as well trade Holiday too and see what you can get for him because Holiday can on um, said ninety percent of the reason he resigned with the Pelicans was because of Anthony Davis, and he still has three more year, two more years, and a in a player option on his contract. So um, I would I would try to get rid of him too if you're going if you're gonna let AD go.
1: Yeah, and I would trade definitely Drew Holiday because he's – I mean, when he signed it, people thought it was an overpay, but I'd say right now it's about – it's pretty worth it. And he had him for three years, and he's only like 28. Um, Miritich was probably, will probably be a good piece for any contender that needs a stretch for. Randall could probably get – probably get a first, I'd say, like a mid-first because I think he has a player option. Um, so, yeah, they could probably make out actually pretty well. So – I think, I think they'll be okay. Yeah. I think it's good that AD told him. Like, I don't think he's going to be like a villain or anything just because he requested a trade. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, that's um, probably better yeah. than that he just told him a year and a half ahead rather than wait, whatever. Exactly. Time, why. Exactly. Paul, Paul George kind of did the same thing. I don't understand why Pacers fans ever hated Paul George about that. I mean, it's better than – like they saw what happened with Durant. If the Thunder – I mean, if the Thunder could have had that with Durant, they would have made out – that would have been an insane trade. They could have traded KD before he left. So yeah, I think I think um, it it's actually a good thing, and it probably kind of sucks because he's either the best or the second best player they've ever had, depending on what you feel about Chris Paul. Um, and yeah, I guess I guess we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, we will see what happens. I mean, it's going to be a a scenario that like it, if it's not done in the next ten days, it's going to be long and drawn out. Um, the one thing that is coming uh, out about all of this, um, not 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 even specific to the Pelicans, but it's the incentive to stay with uh, your team and to help out small markets was the max contract uh, that you can offer um, if you draft a player. But now this is uh, Davis isn't the first one to leave a small market um, and eat the money. So what do you think? You think, do you have any thoughts on that, that the small markets are never going to be able to keep a guy that's like a top three player like Anthony Davis?
1: Oh, I, th- I feel like the next CBA, they'll probably, the small teams would be pretty mad because the whole reason they put in the Supermax is so that teams could keep their guys. And clearly,
0: exactly. you know, like the players yeah.
1: just don't care. Like Kawhi turned down 220 million. Um, AD turned down 240 million. Uh, KD turned it down basically. LeBron, I mean, LeBron doesn't matter. He has so much money anyway, but he could have had a five year, I think, two, 10, $210 million deal from the Cavs. And obviously, he left. So yeah, I feel like they're definitely gonna work something into the. Maybe they'll make it longer, um, like make it to six or seven. Yeah. Year. Just, no so, I years, mean, cause, yeah. I mean, clearly, clearly, it's not working, and though, I mean, the f- no for 20, sure. the, the first the lockout they tried to prevent teams like the Warriors, but that happened. Um, they definitely need a hard cap because clearly the soft salary cap isn't didn't really work. Um. So yeah, I guess that'll be interesting. I don't know when the next CBA is, but um clearly small market teams are not, not enjoying it so far. Yeah, I, I mean, small, yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with Kemba. And I mean, obviously the Bucks are playing really well right now, but yeah, I mean, Giannis is, I think free agent 2022 or 21, whatever the year after Anthony Davis, I think, I think 20, yeah, I think
0: he's 21.
1: Um, and uh, if they don't make the finals or get close to the finals, then we can uh, be having the same conversation about him, which would be pretty devastating. Giannis, Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Um, but it's not looking good. Just. Yeah,
0: we will see. Yeah, now small market teams on the struggle bus right now. Uh, that's for sure. Um, switching over to another small market team, the Memphis Grizzlies, who are definitely on the struggle bus. Um, they came out of the gate top this season. Many thought that, copy <clears throat> you, thought that they were going to be contenders to make the playoffs. I was never in on the Grizzlies. I don't. I don't know. I, I honestly don't have a true reason why I wasn't uh with them but now they currently sit second worst in the west um they're two and eight in their last 10 they went on a a crazy like 12 game losing streak um in early January in late December early January and they have some big contracts on the books in Mike Conley um and Mark Gasol so they're gonna have to figure out what to do with them I think you gotta blow it up I mean I think we both agree with that but it's just what are you gonna do with them because they are somewhat older guys uh who are on the back ends of uh their their big contracts. so so i mean what do you think memphis is is going to do I, I have jjj to go around but other than that they seem like they're in a pretty pretty precarious spot
1: yeah i was i mean obviously i was pretty high on them after the first month and a half i'd say um they looked really good I, once i saw jackson was playing so well i thought He'd be able to like, take some yeah. off Conley and Gasol, and Conley was playing really well. Gasol started out the year playing really well, and then he, whatever happened to him, um, he fell off pretty hard. And the Justin Holiday acquisition hasn't done anything. All the, the backups have just fallen off. Uh, Dylan Brooks out for the year, that, that, was, that was a pretty big blow. Kyle Anderson has just been okay. It's just, yeah, I mean, it's kinda, it kind of sucks. They probably should have traded Gasol last year. I was, I was one of the people that thought they should have traded for the Nets pick. In like in November, whenever they traded uh, fired Fizdale once Conley was out last year, I wanted the Cavs to trade for him uh, with a Nets pick because the Cavs really needed a center at that point. But clearly that didn't happen. They held on to him, and he got he was mad the whole year. And this year at the beginning, it seemed like he was. I feel like I don't know why they uh, rehired Bakerstaff from last year because he was the intern interim not intern interim last year. Um, And I mean they weren't obviously they weren't very good, and then they re-signed to a three-year deal to be the coach. I just thought there were definitely better options. Um, And with their pick going to Boston, if it's, I think this year it's top eight and then next year it's top 12, I want to say. And then 2021, it's unprotected to Boston. So if they can, they would probably, I mean, they clearly want to get as high as pick possible this year, next year, and then be able to compete to that in 2021 um, when their pick does go to Boston, if it hasn't conveyed already that they're not giving up. doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it kinda, I mean, it kind of sucks. That was, that was a pretty cool era, um, even though they never – I mean, they made the Western Conference Finals one year, but it was, it was just always like the Grizzlies are always there with Gasol. And yeah, yeah, exactly. And it kind of ended yep. when they lost. Um, when they lost uh, – When Zebo got over yeah, Randol- yeah, Randolph. Zebo was and,
0: uh, a big part of that.
1: Yeah, Randolph and Tony Allen, they were like those two, and then Conley and Gasol were like the core of that team. Um and now there's a yeah. report saying the Kings and Pistons have expressed interest in Gasol. So that's kinda of interesting. I mean the Kings, okay. I don't know. I mean if I were I mean, the Kings
0: I don't the yeah, the Kings have so many front court players, I don't know. I don't but know. I feel like they're kinda
1: yeah. I feel like the only one they're gonna keep is Bagley because uh, Colley Stein's a free agent. I don't know if they're gonna wanna match his deal. Scalabizier is okay, but I mean he's not worth like I think ja- yeah oh giles so that's what you giles got to giles plan, look pretty good giles, i guess it was what they think yeah about. he's coming along
0: a little bit yeah. yeah
1: but he's still not ready clearly um if they want to make the playoffs this year i guess no. soul could help i even with how well the kings have played i still just don't think they can make the playoffs just because they have stacked the west is um they have to beat out the lakers oh agreed well, they had to beat agreed. out i think two of the lakers clippers and spurs and jazz like two of those four they had to beat out and as, as much as i like the kings i just don't think they're gonna do it um but I mean, it's good that they're still competing. You said they were going to, have 25 wins, and they're at 25 wins right now. So, yeah,
0: I thought. Yeah, I was, I was, I was out on the Kings. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, De'Aaron Fox is a, definitely a lot of that reason. He's been playing out of his mind. Um, and what is he? Is he even eligible for most improved players as a sophomore? I don't
1: think. I mean, he they're is. they're technically eligible, but they just never get it. Unless it's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you were an awful rookie, and then one of the best players, I guess. But that never happens. So. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, look, just looking
0: at the back of the Grizzlies, looking at the makeup of their roster, I, they're, they're, it's, uh, it's going to be tough for them, and especially you ship, depending what you get back for Conley and Gasol, other than that, they don't really have many young pieces, I mean, Jaron Jackson, obviously, uh, Kyle Anderson, who they just signed to, a, I think, a three- or four-year deal in the offseason, he's a nice piece, um, and Dylan Brooks is also kind of a nice bench scorer, but other than that, um out of, their 12, out of their top 12 scores, only three of them are, on, are 25 or younger, and most of them are at least 30. So they're really getting production from kind of some old heads which so I mean, the Grizzlies might, might, go, might go back down um, for a couple of years, I, I, I just don't because it's not like they're a big market to sign anyone. You yeah, know? yeah, so, they're lucky. That they're lucky which, they,
1: hit, they hit with Jack um, with Jackson. And now yeah, imagine, yeah, imagine. The, Pacers, the Pacers were big. Like they they seemed like a good location for Conley to get traded to, but now I don't think they're going to do it. Like at this point, I don't know why they would. Yeah. Then any yeah. assets, um, people went out and Gasol. I mean, obviously the Kings and Pistons. I mean, if the Pistons are interested, that means they would probably trade Drummond. And if I was a Grizzlies, I would not want Drummond. I mean, even though he's yeah, a lot no. younger than Gasol, it's still like, why would you, why would you do that? Um, I don't know what he can get. Maybe – I saw Charlotte um, could, could just to help convince Kemba to stay and get a good front court. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really know where but else you he can not I guess, I guess um, San Antonio maybe. I don't know.
0: Do you see either of these guys being moved in the next 10 days?
1: Uh, Gasol is definitely more likely because that player option. Um, Conley's got three yeah. years, I think, so I think he'll be – or two more years. So he'll be more a, I mean, know. I I I still think he'll get traded. Um, maybe Utah can go get Conley because they need a better point. Ruby yeah, do. Do. Well, um, the thing
0: with Conley, like he's, I like Conley. He's a nice player, but his is his contract is creeping up into the mid thirty millions a year? So
1: yeah, it's uh, that's
0: fun. tough. That's tough to shell out for a guy that's going to be thirty two. But if yeah. I mean, honestly, what do you think? The Sixers don't have a point guard. If say Butler leaves, you know, I I guess you have Simmons. It's so it's
1: weird, but... He could probably play their with teams. He's, he's a good enough shooter to play off ball. Shooter, yeah. yeah, they're
0: shooter, yeah. would be interesting.
1: They can't, they're not going to do it, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to go on Conley. I mean, maybe, it, it's just kind of bad timing with his contract and everything. Um, and yeah. He's so many injuries. Like, he's had a lot of bad injuries. I know, he's, Yeah. It, which kind of um, like he's probably, I mean, yeah. I hope he goes to the East so he can make an all-star team eventually. He's never made an all-star team, even though he's been really good.
0: I know. that's. Yeah, that, that is unfortunate. Um, well, Speaking of the West, the stacked West, uh, the rich get richer, the return of DeMarcus Cousins to the Warriors. I guess not, not the return. I mean, it's, it's his first action with Golden State. Um, it was about 10 days ago. He's played four games. Uh, twenty minutes a game in those four games, um, and they've won them all. They're four and zero. The Warriors have won ten in a row, actually. Um, and, and Cousins, I mean, he's he's looked pretty good um, for the amount of minutes he's playing. He's averaging thirteen and a half, seven rebounds, and three and a half assists. Um, and he, he he does look like it, it's not as awkward as a fit as some would have thought. Um, what I, I think, I think they're scary. The Warriors are. are they're scary. They're they're hitting their groove after kind of a not not a rough but start to the season, the first couple months that didn't have them looking like the Warriors of old. And I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like it's tough for the NBA seeing this happen because um, Cousins it, the fit looks good to me. What do you think about it?
1: Yeah, he looks really like he's fitting perfectly fine. Which I guess is the benefit of him going to the Warriors is that he has. He had time – like, if he was on another team, if he would have signed with, like, the Lakers or the wherever he was – I guess the Pelicans, if he would have re-signed, they probably would have – he probably would have felt rushed to come back, but the Warriors clearly didn't need him to come back. So, they gave him. They, yep. gave, they let him go for the like – getting a full year of rehab. Because um, I think – or just under a year. He got injured at the end, like, around this time last year. So, yeah, he's he, – I mean, I knew – I thought uh, – I never really questioned his fit. Um because even though, you know, they don't really run that many, like, post-ups, or at least they didn't. They'll probably run a few more now. But he could always shoot pretty well. The last four or five years, he's he really figured out a shot. And he's always been a pretty good passer for his position. I mean, he turned the ball over a lot. He had five turnovers a game last yeah. year. He's also averaging five over five assists, which is really impressive for a big man, especially one sharing the ball with Holiday and AD. So, yeah. Um, the first play the first the first play against the clippers and it was a KD boogie pick and roll and it was an easy oh my god it was as soon as i saw that i'm like it's over man it's like, i mean it was yeah, probably so, over yeah. anyway it was probably over anyway like the warriors were probably going to win anyway but now it's like he's really giving him good minutes already and he's only four his back i mean if he can get it to like 17 points a game and 9 rebounds that's i mean that's such an upgrade yeah it's an upgrade over um looney looney and mckinney and from last year's zaza it's, uh, it's just it's just not even fair yeah, I mean, that, that plays a role in like teams being aggressive at the trade deadline like i mean how many teams are really gonna go all in at the deadline if they if i mean if they yeah that's in state, especially in the east i guess in the east you probably be, just to get to the final i mean getting to the finals is good
0: yeah to get to yeah um no i mean that's a that's a great point um that is, that is a really good point because, yeah, like you said, it's been a seamless fit. The Warriors were already like kind of hitting their stride before he came back, um, and now 10 in a row. Uh, they're just kind of beating up on people now. It was a good day. quite a good game. I think it was Saturday or Sunday against the Celtics. Um, yeah, that
1: was, that was and good.
0: That's the thing. But, but that's the thing. Um, I think we're both in agreement, so we, we both think that the Warriors are going to win title this year. But the thing is, you'll get a game like that where they'll either lose or or barely scrape out a win against uh, another top-tier opponent, and it puts them down your mind. Like, oh, maybe someone does have what it takes to beat the Warriors, but I don't think they can do it four times. Um, Any team can. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, it's it's unfortunate for the rest of the league, especially teams that like Denver, um, OKC, who who have good enough rosters to maybe make a push in the West, but when you have a team like the Warriors sitting up there, it's going to be tough too. Especially not they they took over first place a couple of days ago in the West. I don't think they're giving it up for the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, they had that fifty-one point quarter, first quarter against the Nuggets, and that as soon as yeah, that, that, was kind of, that was a pretty big statement considering they didn't boogie yet on the road in Denver, yeah. first seat at the time. In
0: Denver, yeah, um, and it, it, yeah, and it just it, killed yeah.
1: them. I mean, that was that was an all-time great shooting night. And now Clay's figured it out. I mean, Draymond, I don't know what – I mean, I feel like Draymond – I feel like he's, this is his last year with the Warriors. because If they want to keep uh, – yeah, I think I KD's going to stay probably. But if they want to keep Clay, I feel like they're definitely going to trade Draymond. Unless they really want luxury tax. But he's getting older. I mean, I think he's 29 because he was a four-year player at um, MS. Yeah, he's
0: four-year. And- yeah, he's 28. Yeah.
1: He turns 29 in two months. Um. And he'll be in line. I think if you make I don't think he's gonna make all NBA, obviously, because his offense has been so bad this year, but um he's still in line for a lot of money in two thousand twenty. Yeah, he's gonna so, mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess um I could I
0: I, I feel think, like I, I think, think it's I get, feel
1: like even if they lose him, they're still gonna be the favorite if they keep KD.
0: Agreed. Yeah, agreed. Um definitely agreed. Cool. They're gonna lose cousins for sure, and then if they lose yeah. I, yeah, this Warriors roster could look a lot different come next year. Um, I know it's a lot, a lot far, mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: a while away, but um, it definitely could look different. But as of now, um, yeah, I, I don't see anyone uh, beating them, let alone giving them a, a really good series. But we got a couple months uh, for that to all play itself out. Um, another team in the West that we're going to hit on, the Rockets, because of one player, James Harden, um, his historic run. I know we talked about it last pod. But he's still going. He is still going. Um, since December 11th, uh, 24 games played. He's averaging 42 points a game in 24 <laughs> games. Um, shooting 44% from the field, 37% from three. So it's not, it's not that he's shooting that well. It's just his usage rate is so I mean, high.
1: Thir- 37%. Which it needs to be. 13 threes a game. <laughs> and he's shooting – I mean, that's yeah. slightly above average, which is crazy. You yeah, it's good.
0: yeah, it's not bad. Yeah,
1: it doesn't even make any and, sense. And the
0: thing is, right the defenses are the defense is just focused on him 100% of the time. For so for him to be doing this um, with all that attention is 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 just mind blowing. It's pretty crazy. It's one of the best runs we've seen in a while. Um, and he doesn't look like he's slowing up anytime soon. Honestly, he's put obviously um, over his last three or what? I mean, you're just looking at his points per game: forty, thirty-five, sixty-one, thirty-seven, forty-eight, fifty-eight, fifty-seven. Like it's just Ridiculous stuff. Um He scores yeah, in a multitude of ways. He scores at all three
1: in the, levels. Yeah, yeah. Um, even in the Sixers game where everybody was like, Oh, Cory Brewer got to him. Like they were saying he had an off night. He had thirty he had thirty seven. In twenty yeah, in only thirty minutes, and he still shot forty six percent from the field and forty six percent from three. So it's just even even his off nights, like against Toronto, people were like, Yeah, Danny Green got to him, he still had thirty five. It's just he had that back yeah, to, back back seven, fifty eight, forty eight. Should, he's making it seem casual. I mean, he's averaging 36, 36 points a game on the season, which is like Kobe 2006 levels. It, it's like – I feel like – I mean, a lot of people hate him because of the way he plays because, I mean, all the, the fouls and, mm-hmm. and stuff. I don't really mind it. Um, because, yeah. I mean, like, his step pack is – like, his step pack is so pretty and it doesn't it even make any yeah. step, he gets it off. So, I, I mean, I feel like, a, like after the season, people will be like, yeah, that was actually like an all-time great year, but in the moment. They're kind of hating on it. Um, hating Chris, it. Paul yeah. came back. Chris Paul came back uh, last night, and they won. And he uh, he actually played decent. He only played 25 minutes, but he shot well from the field. He had six assists, 12 points. Um, but I feel like they'll try to rest Chris Paul as much as possible because I feel like the Rockets don't really care what seed they get as long as they get in the playoffs. Um, Agreed, I, Brandon, I agree with that. They're 29-20, the fifth seed. Um, and they're definitely above the – like, I mean, I, I feel like they're a tier above. At full health, they're definitely a tier above the Lakers, the Clippers, the Spurs, the Jazz. Um,
0: yeah, I feel well, like if they can just they, – they'll rest
1: Chris Paul as much as possible so that what happened, what happened last year doesn't happen. So I feel like his numbers won't go, really go down because he's still going to be handled yeah. 90% of the time. So
0: Yeah, um, and you, the United full health. Uh, also, I mean, Clint Capella is out for the next month um he definitely opens up the floor a little bit just in the pick and roll game um and gets some easy buckets for the Rockets so I agree with what you said they don't care what seed they are um as long as they make the playoffs but in the west you never know uh a, ba- a bad couple weeks and you'll find yourself a couple games out uh, but I don't think people people are trying to trying to say that Harden's gonna wear down he's gonna gas out and but I, I just don't think I don't think that's gonna happen. I, mean, I think, I think, I think he's here to stay. I think. He'll, what is? How many points per game is he averaging right now? Like Thirty six. Yeah, I, I, I think it's gonna. And when was the last? Oh, the last time we saw anyone do that was what the '06 Kobe year. Yeah, I mean, anywhere near that. Was, Kobe wasn't.
1: Kobe wasn't as efficient as Harden is, because of how much free through as Harden gets. It just makes it, it makes him that much more efficient. Um,
0: yeah, I Kobe, think I, actually, I think his numbers are gonna stay where they are.
1: Yeah. Toei was only shooting six threes that year. Harden shooting 13 threes a game. So, 13 threes
0: a game, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think and the Rockets are going to be a scary team come playoff time. I don't, obviously, I don't think they have the firepower to beat a team like the Warriors, but if the Nuggets end up with the two seed and they have to face the Rockets in the first round, uh, I would be pissed off if I were a Nuggets fan because that, that is not going to be a fun matchup for anyone, whoever gets it. Um, I actually I would love to see OKC and Houston matchup. Uh, that would, that would be interesting. Oh, Just would be, let Ru- be let awesome. Russ That'd let awesome. Russ dog harden the whole game. That would, that would be that would be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so I think we're gonna hop into some segments right now. Uh, we'll start with our likes and our dislikes uh, of the past couple of weeks or so. Um, I'll give you my first like. Um, is the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, man. They've gone on a hot streak. Um, so they started off the season playing well, and then obviously LeBert got injured, very unfortunate. Uh, and then they went on a huge losing streak. But um, over the last 10, they're 8-2. and two. They've won six in a row. Uh, D. Russ is playing out of his mind. Uh, and Jared Allen's looking like a really good piece, too, uh, considering they snagged him with the 21st pick. Um, and when LeBert comes back, they have a solid young core to build around in D. Russ. Jared Allen, Levert, and Dinwiddie, uh, if they decide to keep him, which I don't know if they, no, they will. No,
1: they did. They but... just extended him. They just extended him. Oh, they did? Yeah. So really good – Because I know he just got – Okay, He just got hurt. And then yeah.
0: that's perfect. I know he just got hurt, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I think the Nets are kind of poised to maybe under the radar sign like a a somewhat big name.
1: Because they're kind of putting going, some pieces I, together. I, yeah, I can see them going after uh Tobias Harris. Because he's like uh, yeah. the next guy who yeah. might get like a little bit less than the max. I think they have max base. Um, but, he, I mean, he'd be a great fan. I don't think they're going to get like one of the KDs or, Clefs, or not Clefs, Clays. Um, but I feel like yeah. next year, like Middleton, Tobias Harris, someone like that, I could definitely see them being a player in that, which would have been crazy to say like two years ago. Considering, I mean, they've done a really Agreed, good yeah. getting good player. I mean, the, the d Rust trade. Oh, I mean, obviously Kuzma's been good. Um and they they got the cast based on LeBron, but I still think the Nets won that because uh he's looking like a legitimate like fringe all star, or maybe even just a regular yeah. uh he's finally looking like what the Lakers thought he would and he seems to be they seem to all like really like Because I know when they traded him, the Lakers um Nigel Johnson said something about how they want leaders and I guess they didn't think he was a leader, which I guess makes sense there. He was kinda seemed a little immature when he was on the Lakers, but he seemed to have matured a lot. Agreed, yeah. And he would have been. He's a, I mean, he's a way better fit with the Lakers than um than most of the young core that they have now is with LeBron.
0: Like, yeah, great from yeah, three.
1: that's true. He, he, I mean, he's just his offensive game is so. E- it's like just he's just so easy whenever he plays. It's just it's really good to see his defense still needs to improve. Um, but his passing has looked like what we thought it would out of um Louisville or out of not Louisville, Ohio State. Um, he's yeah. finally like got consistently. Like, he's been really consistent with his three. He's shooting seven a game at 37.6%. And it just seems like every game he's hitting a clutch shot over someone. He kills the Sixers every time they play him. It's just, yeah, he's he's looking really good. I think I think now there is some debate about whether they'd keep him or not because he's a restricted free agent. But I think now he's kind of a lot. Yeah, like, he'll definitely. For
0: sure. Yeah, I think he's. They'll, they'll, they'll definitely. Yeah, he's still. Against. Yeah. Um, but. I mean, someone could, yeah, offer him a lot of money because he has been playing uh, so well. But, yeah, I agree that he will get matched. He's probably going to be a net for a good while longer. And I'm just glad, like, getting out of the Boston uh, trade rut, they're going to win – they're most likely going to win their most games since the 2013-2014 season. Uh, I think they're on pace to win, like, 45 right now. So, that's uh, good to see. You. That's my first like out of the Brooklyn Nets. What do you got?
1: Uh, first leg. Oh, I had the Brooklyn Nets, but I switched it. Um, I have Buddy Hield. Buddy Hield is okay. Un- I mean, honestly, he should. He might be getting some All Star consideration. Um, and even in the West, because just the guards in the West this year, like Westbrook, might not make it. But I still think I don't think he will make it. But the fact that he's in the conversation. If you would have told me that the day of the Boogie trade, uh, two years ago, I mean, I didn't think Buddy Heald was gonna be good at all. He was so old coming out of school. Yeah, I mean, he was what twenty three coming out of college. I know. I mean, he was really good. Yeah. Early, but it took him four years to get good. He was good. In college. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, I mean, he shot well since his first, I mean, he shot 39% as a rookie from three, but this year he's just really, he's really taking it, taking it up. I mean, he's scoring 20 a game, um, 20 and five averaging 20 points, five rebounds. He's shooting fifth, 46% from three on seven and a half attempts. Um, he's a great free throw shooter. He's, he's hit a bunch of clutch shots. Him and Fox are clearly a really good fit. Um, and it's just really surprising that he's just taking a leap now because he's, I mean, he's 26, or apparently he's 27. I don't remember which ones. I know he said he was like a year older than listed. I
0: think he's, he he said he was 25 and he's actually 26. No, he's actually
1: 26, I yeah. Think. Which is, which is I mean, yeah. I guess that kind of, not like sad, but. he's decently like, young. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's still pretty. Yeah, he'll, I mean, he'll still have like 10 more years of being good, probably, or t- 10 more yeah. years of his career. He'll be yeah, good for like seven years, which is good for the Kings. Um, considering they didn't really get anything out of that 2016 draft originally until they traded Boogie. So, yeah, I'm just, it's just good to see him and Fox are really good fit. Bogdanovich, they, him and Bogdanovich hit a lot of clutch shots and Fox. Um, so, with the Kings coming around, I feel like I'd still probably say Fox is their best player just because of how good he is on defense. But Peel is definitely with that, yeah. really, just a really – I mean, he's just easy to fit in any lineup they run, which is just really good.
0: Yeah, all right. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with that. Uh, the Kings are definitely on the come-up, which I didn't see happening. And I, a lot of that has to do with uh, Buddy's, Buddy Heald's production. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I think starting with Fox and Heald and building around that, I mean, they got Bagley, Bogdanovich. Uh, they, they're, they're, they're doing something out there in Sacramento. Where it feels like they had not really been doing much for the past five seasons. Um, my second like is uh, the fans uh, who voted on – all the all-star selections because you could argue that all that all 10 out of 10 of the starters announced are warranted starters um the two maybe not that you could argue against maybe Kyrie but then again what other guard are you going to put in there in the east and LeBron but even when LeBron's been healthy his numbers have been like typical LeBron um just to go through them real quick in the west it's Harden Curry LeBron Durant and Paul George starting and in the east Kemba Walker, Kyrie Irving, Giannis, Kawhi, and Embiid. So I think I think the fans um, hit that on the coffin with that. Uh, There's no really that kind of nostalgic votes. There's no like what Russell Westbrook is starting this year, even though he's not playing well at all. Um, so, yeah, because uh, I was chirping the fans a little bit for seeing guys like D-Wade, Vince Carter up on the top of those lists. But uh, at least for the first 10 guys, it seems like nailed it, got it right on the head.
1: Agreed. Yeah, I think they got it. I was kind of interested. There's only one big, one traditional big man who was voted a starter, and that was Embiid. Um, in the West, there were no traditional big men. I thought Jokic might have made it because – Yeah, I out. could, yep. And he has like a country with him, which usually helps in the voting. But, um, I mean, he's a – true. He'll easily make the team anyways. So it doesn't really matter. But, yeah, I thought they did a pretty good job. Red Paul George is starting because um, he's, he's balling out of his mind right now. He's balling out. Yeah, last I'm glad day, he. Huge honestly, yeah, yeah, I'm 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 glad he stayed, um, because I just I just liked him on that Thunder team. And this year's I mean, he's having the best yeah, year, 27 a game. Um, so yeah, 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 I, yeah. I,
0: yeah. It's it's a, it's a a, over the last month, he's really picked it up. He's been, I mean, he's been why the Thunder are are currently at third seed in the West.
1: Yeah, and he's been really clutch too. Um, I remember, I yeah, yeah, um. When there was that commercial, that Gatorade commercial of him in the game winner, but then it was like he he had never hit a game winner in his career. I think he's hit three, yeah. including the one against Sixers last week, which sucked. But um, yeah, Paul, yeah, they, I think they did good with the vote. Although I don't know, if, I mean, well, should LeBron start? Probably right. I mean, he's missing. Yeah, I
0: mean that's the, that's the one. That's the one where if I mean like his numbers warrant it, but I mean he hasn't played in a month, so. Yeah. If, you, if like you said, if 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 Jokic would have been in there, I guess even AD, um, over I would have been fine with that. But I'm mm-hmm. fine. I'm fine. With, I'm fine with the King getting getting the nod. I mean, he he deserves it. But even, yeah. even what are he's, he's like? What are his numbers this year? When healthy, he's twenty seven, eight and seven. Like that's, oh, that's
1: yeah, yeah, on the court, he's NBA definitely, he definitely it. And they were actually clicking before he got hurt. Um I'm still yeah. kind of surprised he's been out this long. But all right, yeah. Um, yeah. Next, like I have Danilo Gallinari, a lot of people forgot about him when he was on yeah. um, his last few years, and now get to them last year. He only played 21 games, even though he's on a pretty big deal. But this year he's been healthy, and he's been like insanely efficient. Um, he's scoring 19 a game in 31 minutes. He's shooting 45% from the field, 45% from the three, and 90% from the line. And he's honestly might be the Clippers this year. He might be their best player, him or Harris, uh, even though they kind of play the same position. Which is a little yeah weird, they do. But, um, they still they figured out how to fit. Uh, he's he just he's really good. I feel like he was always underrated on the Nuggets, but he always got hurt. Like, I feel like after he tore his ACL, a lot of people forgot about him because he missed the entire season in twenty fourteen. Um, but I mean, I bet if I mean then he should be on the Knicks. Or I guess maybe he would have left eventually, but he was he was like a pretty exciting player for the Knicks for a while, and then they traded for Mel. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, whether or not you think that worked out. At the end, they probably wish they could have just kept uh, Gallinari, and then signed Melo, but obviously that didn't happen. But um, yeah, he's just been really good. I feel like no one's talking about him, but he might—he I mean, might make the All Star team. I wouldn't be that surprised. He's having—he's like, really one of the most efficient players in the league. His true shooting, sixty-two percent, which is insane. Um, insane. Yeah. Effective, effective field goal is fifty-four percent, which is good. It's just yeah, he's just this year he's been balling out of his mind. He's on a really good team, so I think it's just good to see him. Not hurt for once, and actually yeah
0: no, I agree with that, yeah cause i I mean back he was on the he was on the Knicks like uh a while ago, um and i, I it was before and like everyone still hated on the on the foreign players, um and then you know he didn't he he wasn't playing too well, like you said he get, got hurt a lot, I never really played a full season, um, people kind of wrote him off, but yeah, yeah, he is balling out for sure, mm. um speaking uh moving on to my dislike, my first dislike uh speaking of another injury, uh victor on the depot um did, would, there was the specifics ever announced of what exactly it was
1: I know it was i think it was uh, a gruesome a, i think it was gruesome ruptured quad ruptured
0: quad, yeah, that just doesn't sound fun at all, it didn't look fun um on the Depot was having a great season. He had the um, Pacers up to the three seed in the East, who may be a chance to compete in what will probably be a somewhat wide open, somewhat wide open race. Hey, One second. Yeah, sorry. Um, but, yeah, he had the Pacers uh, competing in, in what is going to be a somewhat wide-open race in the East. Um, so just kind of unfortunate to see a, a young star go down. He's finally coming into his own. He was really the leader of that team. So uh, just kind of unfortunate. You know, you, you, know, you, you hate to see that, uh, especially for a likable guy like Oladipo.
1: Yeah, definitely. It was tough to see, especially considering – I mean, I don't know if – they rushed him back from that first knee injury when he missed a couple of weeks earlier in the season, but um, if that, yeah, was, if tough to if that was that was part of it, it's not. That's a, that's a tough pill to swallow because I he'll probably be out. I mean, hope I think he'll be fine when he gets back, but he'll probably be out until probably October. I think they said nine months, and that's just nine months of rehab, and that's when the season starts. He'll probably be into December next year before he's really um, back to what he was. It sucks because he was they were they were really playing well. I think they'll still. Be fine. Like I don't think they're going to fall apart because the team around is been playing yeah. well. Sterner's really played well, but it's just having. It's really just in the playoffs having just a guy who can score consistently from the, the from the perimeter. Um, I mean, I guess they could hope for Bogdanovich uh, to step up a little bit. Aaron Holiday will probably play a lot more minutes now. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see. Tyreek Evans really needs to step up because he's kind of struggled this year. But so if if Tyre Gavin can step up offensively, I think they could be, they could stay like just stay afloat. Um, so I think they'll still get. Yeah. At worst, the sixth seed, because after well, after guess, the fifth seed well, right I now, think, it's the Nets. It's really only the Nets, and then some trash. I think.
0: I think, however, you, however you look at it now with the injury, the Bucks, the Raptors, the Sixers, and the Celtics should should be the four remaining teams uh, in the East unless they somehow meet up in um, the round before that. But I think those four should be remaining – will end up be the four remaining in the East, um, whereas Indiana kind of had a chance to maybe make some noise uh, otherwise. But I don't see them beating any of those guys if they do hold on um, to end up playing them. But,
1: yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, all right. First dislike, I have the Mavs backcourt of Dennis Smith and Luka Doncic um obviously luke has played out of his mind for a rookie he had a big 32 point triple double last night against toronto and then whatever yep. happened with dennis smith i guess now he's cool with the team i don't think he ever had anything wrong with the team it was probably just i think him and the coach uh, him and carlisle didn't really weren't ever really on the same page and he's kind of sh- hasn't really improved this year other than his three his three has improved he's at 35 percent, which is decent um I just don't really think they're ever going to be a great fit offensively. Um, and I think a trade would have made sense just trading him now before he's closer. Like, he still has two more years in his rookie deal. I think they could have gotten pretty good value for him, especially considering that um, they don't, they probably won't have their pick this year unless it's in the top five. It's, um, it goes to Atlanta. So, I mean, obviously, trading for Doncic is worth it because he's great. But I still think the rest of the roster has a lot. They they have a lot of holes to fill, and without that pick this year, it's kind of struggling. So I feel like keeping Smith. Yeah, he's talented, but I feel like he's still a little overhyped just because of how athletic he is. But he's still really he' don't yeah, I agree
0: with that. Yeah, play, I mean,
1: but he's not a great playmaker, and he's not. He doesn't really do anything off the ball. I mean, he, he, his catch and shoot is decent, but he's not really like just a really good point guard to play with. And there's a reason um, Berea has played so well with Doncic. And him and Donatis and Dennis Smith just haven't really paired well. So oh, we I'm kind of, I mean, Doncic is really good. But I'm kind of questioning how they get better around him over the next few years. Obviously, it's only year one, so it's not nothing to panic about. But um, they're gonna have to be really wise with their cap and find another pick because it's, I mean, it could be. I mean, obviously, it's way too early to tell, but it could be like a LeBron situation the first time in Cleveland where they have this generational player and then just nothing really around them because they just don't have the assets to do so.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, what so what, uh, I, I agree with you. I know Dennis Smith is obviously what he's like the eighth or ninth pick, um, in the 2017 draft. Ninth pick. So obviously the Mavs invested a great deal in him, but clearly Doncic is a better player. Um, not only is he the better player, like you said, he has a chance to be something really special. So it, it, I mean, it clearly really isn't working out with that pairing in the back courts. I would probably move off of it sooner rather than later. Try to get maybe a mid-first round pick and do something with that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know exactly uh, what they should do, but I agree. I think Dennis Smith does have some value, um, though, to him.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, so. yeah, well, he definitely does. I feel like uh, Phoenix Orlando would have definitely loved to have Dennis Smith.
0: Yeah, I I, I would agree with that for sure. Um, all right. So my sec Second dislike is, we kind of already touched on it, but the Warriors, um, obviously, one time in a row, they got Boogie back. It looks fine. They look like the Warriors of old, uh, plus they've added an all-star caliber player. So, yeah, uh, just for the whole league. It's a dislike from the whole league because, once again, they're going to be the odds-on favorite to take home the title, and we've seen this story many times already, so... Uh, I think it's getting kind of old. Um, there's not really too much, too much to say about that, other than, other than the Warriors are, are I don't know, the villains of the NBA, and it's staying that way.
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's not looking good unless one of them gets hurt. Which I mean, I don't want them to get hurt, but without one yeah. of them missing time, it's does not. It's not really looking good for anyone else. But I guess that was probably the outcome anyway. But at least now we're not going to yeah. make ourselves pretend that it isn't.
0: Yeah, See, I agree. yeah It's it's not, yeah. it's not
1: great that they have Mark's Cousins on a $5 million contract, but... Uh, all right, my um, second dislike is... I guess now it's depending... I wrote it yesterday, but it's now I guess it's depending on if they get Anthony Davis. Um, the Lakers' playoff hopes. I didn't realize there were two... Now they're two games out of the eight seed uh, behind the Clippers, mm-hmm. Jazz, the Spurs. That's really good to be who they're competing with. And obviously, they don't have LeBron right now. But they have the fourth-hardest schedule left in the NBA. They play the Warriors twice, the Bucks twice, the Raptors, the Nuggets, um, a lot of road games. They've had pretty, a pretty easy schedule so far, and they've dropped some easy ones. They, dropped, they lost to the Cavs at home and the Knicks at home, which yeah, is that was bad, bad, not, bad. Not, not great. Not great, especially um, like just with LeBron watching the encore, you can see how mad he was, especially the Cavs game. You know he didn't want to lose to the Cavs. But, um, I mean, there's a real chance they don't make it. I don't think it's out of the question. Um, I, would, I mean, if, yeah. it depends when LeBron comes back, and obviously if they get AD. But, I mean, it's, he'll have to go insane for the rest of the season once he comes back. And once he comes back, they probably don't want to rush him back too much while he's playing, so they'll probably try to limit his minutes. And if they limit his minutes, that's probably a loss, um, especially with now Alonzo's out, Rondo's back. But it seems like they're just they haven't really been able to catch a break so there's a real chance LeBron misses the playoffs, which would be wild. Um, but of course they get AD. It doesn't really matter. So yeah, yeah. I think it just no, be. That's true. I mean that would be. I don't. I mean, would it really hurt his legacy? Probably not, because he was hurt so much. But I don't know. It's just. I guess they can get a better. Yeah. It'll probably increase their pick value. But it's just. It's just kind of interesting I mean, that there's. I didn't realize there were two. Last night there were two and a half until they won another two. Um, two games out of the playoff spot. As February starts and their hardest part of the season comes up, that's that's kind of crazy.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I think there definitely is a strong chance that they're not going to make it. I still, I still like them over the Clippers, Jazz, and Spurs. Um, all three of them, but like you said, you never know. You never know because the LeBron injury, no one thought it was going to be this long. So now you don't know how quickly they're going to get him. You know, back in the in the in the thick of things, playing 35 minutes a game because that that's kind of what it comes down to. If, if LeBron can play the last 25, 30 games and produce like he was in the first 30, 35, then I think the Lakers should be fine. But it is kind of is kind of sketchy. It's the first time. And what is this, would this be the first time ever LeBron doesn't make the playoffs?
1: Um, I think he didn't make it his first two years of the Cavs. Or maybe he made his second year, but it's, I know his first year they didn't make it um
0: okay so but yeah so I told that's, that's a long time ago
1: that's like four that'd be 14 years oh five yeah
0: so yeah, yeah be, definitely I mean, no, be, definitely be, interesting yeah. storyline
1: I mean we kind of we already kind of accepted that the finals won't have LeBron but a playoffs without LeBron is just that's just something we haven't seen I mean, that would that'd just be weird I mean yeah I I don't even like the Lakers but I'd rather just see them in the playoffs just so I can yeah. especially if they get the eight seed I mean that'd be kind of did they play the Warriors in the first yeah. round, yeah,
0: yeah, and yeah. and I mean, and when the in the playoffs, like honestly, you never know. Like I, I you yeah. could tell me right now. I, 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 I honestly, I, I, I think I have a little bit more faith in the Lakers than you do, um, but I honestly, I would say the odds that the Lakers reach the Western Conference Finals are probably around the same odds that they don't make the playoffs. Obviously, that's just because I, I I overvalue the Lakers and specifically LeBron. But I could easily see a, a world where the Lakers make the Western Conference Finals. Which saying that right now sounds stupid, but just that's the that's the power of LeBron. So
1: yeah, I could definitely see it. But, like I mean, any any team other than the Warriors, they're kind of a like I, nobody wants to face them, no matter how poorly the young guys are playing. Like no nobody wants to face LeBron. Yeah, I, how, I mean, you saw no. the Pacers last year and the Celtics. You got past both of them. And his teammates, yeah, suck. on Against his own, Raptors. yeah. Against the Raptors, they all the teammates played well, but um, yeah. I mean, he 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 carried that team. Sucked. Clearly, that team was awful. I mean, a lot of people were defending saying, "Yeah, not, well, that team sucks." Oh my god, they're awful. But, yeah, no, agree. I I mean, I would, I wouldn't count that. I wouldn't put money on them missing it. It's just, it's just like I didn't realize there were two games out. I know they, I know they yeah, tr- yeah. It's just surprising. I don't know. Just yeah, no, it is
0: crazy. It's definitely, definitely surprising for sure. Um, all right, so we'll move into. Um, so obviously, uh, I talked about it earlier. The five stars for each conference uh, for the All Star game was announced. So we had what we went ahead and did was created our own lists for the other seven players that we think should uh, make the All Star team. So I think the best way to do this is. Uh, you you read your guys off from the East that you have and 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 I'll let you know if I don't have one of them because I think the list should be somewhat the same.
1: All right. All right. So um, my East, I have East Reserves. Blake Griffin, Ben Simmons, uh, Nicole Vucevic, Bradley Beal, Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, Eric Bledsoe.
0: Okay. So the two I differ. Um, I had... I didn't have Beal and I didn't have blood. So I had Levine and Siakam over Beal and blood.
1: over Beal, I can see blood. over Beal though.
0: Yeah, I guess Biel I, oh I kind of forgot about Beal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: I feel like, I feel like he has some I feel like he could have honestly could have been a starter.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay yeah. Nice. Looking at the numbers. Yeah. I'm taking Beal over Siakam for sure. But um, compared to Levine, like, I I I would, That's tough. That's tough. I think There's and a more of a gripe, obviously, for Levine compared to Biel. But yeah, I, I'll Biel over Siakam for sure. And who? Oh, you yeah, got Bledsoe. Um, I I don't know. I, I like Bledsoe. I Just my guy from the Suns. But
1: I mean, I could be persuaded either way with Bledsoe, Siakam, and Levine and D'Angelo Russell. Like you can, I could. Can, I could lean either way. I just picked Bledsoe because I think I feel like Bucks. They're so good. I feel like they need two. All I mean, they should have two All Stars because their record's so good.
0: Okay, yeah, I, I can agree with that. Um, so, but we agree. I think I think uh, Griffin, Simmons, um, Lowry, and Busevich are all pretty much shoe ins. And I would I would I would think Butler's probably going to be there too.
1: Um, yeah, I can BL, yeah, I think see
0: Obviously, yeah. I think it's going to come down to that last spot. Uh, Levine, can, like a Levine, Bloodsoe, Siakam are going to be jockeying for that seventh and last spot. And that's, where, where that's when it comes into play. Like, is D-Wade going to get a spot on the team? Like, I don't know. Who knows? Um, obviously, his play wise, he doesn't deserve it. But, um, all right, so I'll give you my West. Um, I have AD, Jokic, Lillard, DeRozan. Drew Holiday, Booker, and Steven Adams.
1: All right. Um, I have A.D., Jokic, and Lillard. Then I have uh, Towns, uh, Rudy Gobert, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, Westbrook, and Gerard.
0: Okay. I think T- Kat should be in there. I yeah, can I agree like, with that. You know, um, short,
1: he's having a pretty great offensive season. So, I feel like he definitely has to Yeah, out.
0: he is. Um, and, and Gobert compared to Adams. That, that, I think that's an interesting case. Um, Gobert's averaging more rebounds. They're right around the same points per game. And they're both super good on defense. I so, say, yeah, I, I mean, it could go either way on that. Yeah, um, yeah, I can go either way with both
1: of them. I, think, I, th- I feel like Gobert I, I, I offensively I has taken a, like, a pretty big leap just in terms of being like really yeah, efficient, yeah. Um, which is all think, that. Yeah,
0: Gobert, Gobert, can, Gobert can get his buckets. Like, Adams isn't really playing back to the basket too often. He's more kind of scoring off pick and rolls. But Gobert does have a really nice back to the basket game. He's got a nice hook. Uh, but yeah, I think I think um, the West is is going to be interesting. There's more parity. Uh, you don't really know what's going to happen because there are a bunch of deserving guys. Uh, but obviously,
1: yeah, I feel there like there are not I didn't enough have, I spots. Have, I didn't have either of the Spurs or Clippers getting one. Um, and there, I mean, they're pretty likely playoff teams. Derozan, I probably yeah. would have had earlier in the year, but he's kind of Taking a nose—I mean, he hasn't taken a nosedive, but he had—he's kind oh, yeah, of that, that Toronto in. game where he had the triple double. He's kind of struggled a lot. His three—he's so bad from three; it's ridiculous.
0: Um, I know it's crazy,
1: and he's so good from um, it, which doesn't and, make any and, sense. But yeah, uh, on the opposite made, side, of, um, I don't know. Yeah, keep going. Well,
0: I was gonna say on on the opposite side of the uh, the Derozan spectrum, like Clay Thompson has stepped it up, and so he could find his sneak his way in there. I wouldn't be surprised by that uh yeah, I, I don't see, want to see especially, it especially but...
1: especially after that um that big game versus the lakers when he had, he was 10 of 11 from 3 i could definitely see yeah. like sticking in their minds um when they're seeing yeah. the so yeah i could definitely see clay making it cuz I mean, he's up to 22 points he's up to 30 he's finally up to 38% which is lower than yeah he's shooting well now yeah yeah i could i could i could uh... actually i probably honestly uh no i probably keep drew over him cuz drew's been good the whole year so he did, i feel like he deserves to make it but if any of, if I was yeah. to replace anyone on my team, it would be Clay with Drew. But I'd still put Drew right now. Okay.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, my guy D books probably not gonna make it. Um,
1: I think he's been injured, injured a little he's, bit. He's missed a lot of time, and and he hasn't crazy, been that he hasn't been that yeah. great from three. Yeah, he's
0: shooting thirty two percent. All right, so let's get in uh, bad contract. Uh, my bad contract. Evan Turner. He signed a four for seventy in 2016. Um, And I guess that's not like crazy money, but he just really hasn't, hasn't taken that next step that Portland, I guess, thought he was going to take. His points per game has, has gone down in every season. um, Since he's, since he signed that contract, he's only averaging, he's averaging less than eight points a game this season. Um, When the Blazers were, were kind of competitive a couple of years ago. They won that play. They had that uh, D. Lillard buzzer beater over the Rockets, and people thought, like, oh, Lillard McCollum, it could be the next thing. I, I think a lot, of, a lot of the reason the Blazers have kind of struggled is because uh, their role players haven't stepped up like they should, and that kind of starts with Evan Turner.
1: I agree. I know my take from two months ago: the Blazers are the playoffs that was, that was kind of rough because they're clearly going to be the playoffs, but I still think they're not good even if they are going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Evan Turner, I was just uh, – I, I mean, it. that was a bad contract as soon as, soon as you saw it. They we were like – Yeah. He wasn't that – I mean, he was pretty good for Boston, but he wasn't that good. Um, and no, it, yeah. Like he a didn't deserve – role He was in like a weird role where he was kind of like a point guard. Off the, like the second point guard and like the starting small four. It was really weird. Um, Brad Stevens. He owes Brad Stevens a lot, clearly, um, forgetting all that money. Yeah. No. I mean, he, yeah, he's, I mean, yeah, he's I, okay. I, he's not awful. He's just like – he's just – He's not worth that money. He's yeah. not worth that money. Um, and they have a lot of bad – th- He's not helping out in that regard.
0: And and what I think happened, uh, it was it was the playoffs. But the year before they signed him is when they made it to the uh, Western Conference semis. And I think Portland just got kind of just too aggressive and thought that they were closer than they actually were. Mm-hmm. And so they overpaid for a guy that hasn't turned out great at all, so. Yeah, unfortunate for unfortunate for the Blazers because I I like Lillard McCollum, but nothing they 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 have no chance to really do any damage in the come playoff time.
1: Honestly, Lillard might be the uh, the next star who eventually wants out. I wouldn't really be that surprised.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I could definitely, yeah. definitely
1: see that. but I mean, everyone says they want to stay, so you never know. Uh, all right, my bad contract is Son Whiteside. Um, he signed a four-year, ninety-eight million dollar deal. In 2016, making 25 million. This is the third year. Uh, he's made made 25 million this year, 27 million next year. Obviously, he's going to opt into his player option. He's just, ever since getting that, he's just. I know he's had a couple injuries, but this year he's been healthy for most most of the season. Um, and he's just, his rebounds are down. His point. He's only scoring 12 points a game. Um, he's only shooting. I mean, he was super efficient in 2015 and 2016. He was over 60 percent. 2015, he was over 62% from the field. This year, he's down to 54%. His free throws are awful. He does like, I mean, he gets blocks, but he doesn't do anything else on defense. When a couple years ago, he was kind of like yeah. over on defense, and now he just kind of just stays under the rim, and block shots every once in a while. Um, and he just he just seems like kind of like not an airhead, but he just seems like kind of no, yeah, like I feel he's like for the locker have. yeah, like I remember because when he came up, everybody really loved him because he was like so humble. But I feel like as soon as he got paid, he just kind of started I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that that like, went to
0: shit. Like yeah. It.
1: Um and now they have I mean they have Bam out of bio, they're probably gonna he's probably the center of the future. Um so I think I mean if they could trade he'll probably be decent somewhere like maybe if Washington decides not to blow it up, maybe they can go get him for like Porter or something. But I don't know, yeah, it's just he's really just not 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 lived up to the contract at all. Um and I guess a lot of the teams that were trying Agreed. to I know the Lakers are trying to sign him that year. I know Dallas was yeah, like, yeah probably happy that they didn't, um, but yeah oh no, definitely it's just, he is yeah he's just not lived up to expectation. I know in the playoffs, um, he really didn't play well at all. I think he had like fifteen points total in the first round. Um, so yeah, I feel like he's just he just hasn't really worked out.
0: <clears throat> yeah, no, I agree. Um, the hype was obviously there uh, when he was coming up out of nowhere. I think he was playing on I think a two way contract. I'm not sure, but came up out of nowhere and yeah. Seemed like a fan favorite, and now everyone just kind of either forgot about them or just like, kind of hates them. I know I don't really like them. Um, all right, so we'll get into the um, division all star roster. Um, we're doing the Northwest division um, on today's pod. I would argue the Northwest is the best division in basketball. Um, you got the Nuggets, you got the T Wolves, you got the Thunder, you got the Blazers, and you got the Jazz. Four out of five teams are currently. Um, playoff teams in the West and the other ones not too far out. So uh, what do you got for your – because this, this could go a lot of ways. You got, a lot of, you got a lot of good players in a lot of different positions here. What do you got?
1: Um, I've got Westbrook at the one, Lillard at the two, uh, PG at the three, Millsap at the four, and Jokic at the five.
0: Okay. Uh, I got Westbrook at the one. I got CJ at the two. I kind of do like that Dame. I I like Dame at the two. I like that. Um, and I have PG at the three. And then this is where it got. I have Jokic and Gobert. Uh, that's that's tough on the defensive end. Um, but that's where it got interesting to me because you have some like basically some of the best centers in the game are basically all in the Northwest Conference. You got Jokic, obviously. You got Cat. You got Steven Adams, and you got Gobert. So there's like four like legit centers um, in. The Northwest, uh, but yeah, I know Joe, Jokic and Gobert. I, there's not Jokic and Gobert would obviously struggle to guard because what everyone knows, I feel how like, to guard the four would like, yeah, get exposed.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, Gobert could guard the four, but you'd rather have him guard the five. Just cause yeah, still-
0: yeah, you'd rather sit him on sit him under the rim.
1: Yeah, so that's why um, I, play, yeah, I, just play, yeah, I, I put. that's why I put Jokic and Millsap because I know they fit. Um, they fit, yeah, that's like, true. As well as here. So.
0: No, but that, that is a really good, really good division. They just kind of beat each other up all year. Um, but, yeah, uh, so last segment we'll get into. Um, another power, rank, uh, power rankings top five. I will say I haven't had the Warriors at number one all season. Um, I finally got them at one. I mean, I, I didn't doubt that they weren't the best team all season. I just thought other, other teams were playing better. Uh, but, anyway, I got the Warriors at one, the Bucks at two. The Raptors at three, the Nuggets at four, and I still have the Thunder in the fifth spot.
1: Uh, I have the same top four. I just put Boston at five because Boston always yep, plays a big one. They play well. They always play well in big games. Like They never get blown out in big games. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, that's, a fair, that's a fair point. They beat Toronto, and then they almost beat Golden State. So Yeah, the OKC is probably right there. Yep. Um, I was going to put the Sixers there, but I don't think they've – They're a really tough stretch. I put them at like seven or eight probably. Yeah, I
0: think oh yeah, Philly, OKC, Boston, um, I guess the Rockets are, are all teams you could kind of argue, but they're right, they're all kind of mixed in right around there. Yeah. Um. All right, so I guess uh, you got anything else to add for today's pod? First one in a couple weeks.
1: Um, not much else. I guess we'll uh, if we're doing our next pod next week, we'll see if AD gets traded because um, the trade deadline yeah. is in ten days. So. I mean it will be I mean yeah, be so, um they said that um the report came out that they've offered they've discussed um holiday, Miritich, and Randall for picks. So we'll see if Okay.
0: I, I mean I think that's yeah.
1: Because yeah, a, uh, uh, a full blow up uh in the next ten days from the Pelicans.
0: Yeah, and honestly one quick note on that. I think that's the way people don't like to blow it up, but I think their blow up could be a turnaround really quick. Cause you, you could, you got a lot of guys who can get you a lot of nice pieces. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, speaking on, well, I think we're mad at the NBA. Uh, we're kind of getting into the, the home stretch. Everything's starting to heat up. Uh, regular season games mean way more. Um, we're going to try to start doing this every Sunday, um, and then drop it Sunday night. Uh, so that, that should be the plan. And I don't really see any, any, any reason why we can't do that. So. For all you loyal listeners if you made it this far uh, we should be coming out once a week on Sunday for the rest of the NBA season um, and with that uh, we will wrap it up uh, thanks for listening obviously follow us at SQ underscore sports on Twitter SQ sports on Instagram and the site sqsports.wordpress.com it is me Shane and Q uh, peace